When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Cautiously optimistic, fearful, hopeful, nauseous, a little gassy. All sorts of emotions for Raider fans tonight. I'm just being honest. I can speak to it. You, you sure? You sure it wasn't just a bad lunch with those last two? You hey, Listen, when, when was the last time Gabe Neitzel was on ESPN's campus at the cafeteria? Because this cafeteria is uh, 10 out of 10. No notes. Okay. Love All this right. place. I Talk don't know to, if you just like brought a bad chicken salad sandwich from home or something. I don't know. <laughs> Talk to Lada. Talk to one of your co-hosts there, <laughs> there in Milwaukee. She could she could testify to it. What do you got? Evan? Best breakfast sandwich in the entire state of Connecticut, right down there at the cafe. When I worked on KJM and Golden yeah. Wingo, I had it every day. Best breakfast sandwich in the entire what? state is right down in that cafeteria. What are, what are we doing? Bacon, egg, and cheese. Come on. Oh, like, bacon, egg, and cheese, and a wrap. Yeah. A little buffalo sauce. Okay. And then you know, Ooh. if I feel like buffalo. you know. I, I want to, like, add a little bit. I'll put the hash brown inside the wrap. Yes, you will. Yes, well, we got the holiday wow. meal. All right, so first, let's introduce, because neither one of us is Canty nor Carlin. That's Gabe Neitzel, uh, voice of uh, mornings there in uh, ESPN Milwaukee. He's in Milwaukee. I'm Randy Scott uh, here in Bristol, Connecticut, in for the guys on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and uh, by asking your smart speaker politely to say play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number, 888-729-3776. That is the Dr. Pepper call in line. So uh, we're talking about food, obviously, which is yeah, where I we mean, intended to to go in this in, in this segment. I love the idea. So when we had the ESPN holiday meal on Thanksgiving, where if you're working Thanksgiving, they'll give you a, a credit that you can use at the cafeteria, free meal. Hey, thanks for coming in. Thanks for working this holiday. And I was like, I'm going to load up on the breakfast. And in years past, it was, no, it's turkey or nothing. And I was like, well, it's 9 o'clock in the morning, probably not going to have a turkey dinner. But breakfast, and you get the avocado and the hash brown wrapped into the wrap, right? Mm-hmm. Full-on Chipotle-sized burrito that you're working with. And then the Honey Hot. You said buffalo. You meant Honey Hot because that's better. Yeah, I like the buffalo, the Honey Hot. Eh. Yeah. I like it on an omelet, but in the wrap, I like the buffalo. Can anyone know. kill his mic? Can we can just just <laughs> kill it? I, I, I actually control, control my yeah, own. He's like in control of everything. He can kill our mics and then just take Fact. over. That's, yeah. that's possible. I should probably watch. I should probably watch my mouth. Uh, looking ahead to Thursday night football tonight, and when I say all those things—the the cautious, and nauseous, and uh, gassy, and hopeful, and uh, frantic—all that—that is life of a Raider fan right now at five and seven, and dealing with a Rams team that is just frisky enough. Like it's the snake that you throw a shovel at in the yard because you don't want to get too close to it, and then you, when you do have to go pick it up, you don't know if it's dead. You, you don't know. <laughs> and now the snake brought his buddy Baker Mayfield to the fight. And that's what we've got tonight if you're a Raider fan. Raiders are 5-7. and seven. The Rams are out of the playoff you know, picture, maybe not mathematically, but realistically. And they bring in a former number one overall pick who, I mean, this is crazy, Gabe. He was, he was added to the roster on Tuesday. He practiced yesterday after a 14-hour cram session with the playbook. And they're, they're so dire tonight, is L.A., that there's a chance he could play. I love 
that I mean, maybe maybe that's a strong word, but I am enjoying <laughs> that the fact that you are just so worried as a Raiders fan. Oh yeah, that you're going, oh Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. What if Baker Mayfield beats us today? This is the same Baker Mayfield <laughs> who's last in ESPN's QBR this year, last in completion percentage, and this is a brand new team. This isn't like oh yeah, he's been there all season, he's comfortable in the spot. No, he was picked up on Tuesday, Randy. Tuesday. <laughs> it is Thursday, and he could play, and yet here you are. As a Raiders fan, because this is what they've done to you this year, they've taken all hope from you that you think that potentially Baker Mayfield might be able to beat your favorite team tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because anytime the Raiders have something to play for, they're, you know, left for dead after starting 0-4 to start the season. They've had three 17-point leads that they've blown in different games, all of them losses. They made Jeff Saturday, our colleague uh, here at, at ESPN, they made him look like Vince Lombardi in his coaching debut. Uh, they've they've lost to good teams. They've hung with with good teams. They've lost to bad teams as well. It's just it's been you can't peg this team. You can't figure them out. And uh, now they've got a decent spot against the Rams who are reeling. But we've also seen the Rams kind of they've played Kansas City well with Bryce Perkins at quarterback. You know they've they've been they've been a tough a tough out the past couple of weeks, Gabe. Sure, but I, I still really like that. I, I like where this Raiders team is trending. Just because, as you mentioned, as they started 0-4 and they were looking bad and blowing those leads and not winning games early in the season, I was wondering if we were going to see potentially multiple coaches in that AFC West, which was going to be one of the best divisions in football at the beginning of the year, be one-and-done coaches with everything that's going on in Denver and Nathaniel Hackett there. Would this be it for Josh McDaniels? But he has seemingly figured it out because Devontae Adams over the last five games has been nearly unstoppable, and Devontae Adams that we saw in Green Bay last season. And Josh Jacobs over the last three games, that seems to be the formula. Turns out, if you have really good players, Randy, you should get them the ball. That is a pretty good offensive strategy. When you have one of the best running backs who's playing like it and one of the best receivers who's playing like it, find ways to get the ball in their hands. And that's what the Raiders have been able to do over the last few games. So when you have, to me, a talent advantage like that with – the, the the Rams going, eh, well, we don't really know who's going to start a quarterback. They're without Aaron Donald. They're without Cooper Cup. They're without all these stud weapons that they have right, on offense right. and defense. I would feel pretty good if I'm a Raiders fan heading into tonight because it seems like that offense has figured it out. All right. Well, that would just mean that you're you're new to the show, you know, that you're yeah. new. <laughs> You're new to the circus of the uh, of the once L.A., then Oakland, now Las Vegas Raiders. Now I'm just looking at you judging the young Raider fans, going, oh, just you wait. They're going to rip your heart out. Why would you have expectations? Uh, Damian Woody has played against the Raiders. He has beaten the Raiders in his career. He's won a couple of Super Bowls. He knows what it takes to not only uh, make the playoffs but win once you get there. And he was on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. He believes in the Raiders, too. If you look at their schedule, their schedule is not very daunting down the stretch. I think Josh McDaniel has finally figured out, like, it's players, not plays. There you go. It's players. And who has he been featuring? He's basically been featuring two guys, <laughs> Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Who leads the league in rushing right There you go. It's like, okay, this coach's thing's not hard. Let me give it to my best players and good things will happen to you. So the Raiders are a team that they have a slim margin, margin for error, but they can find their way in, uh, sneak their way into the wild card spot. Yeah, when I say that Damian, uh, you know, has beaten the Raiders, um, he's 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 beaten them in the in the playoffs. Uh, he's beaten them in in inclement weather uh, in the playoffs. Uh, he's beaten them in a game. Oh, is there a specific one you're talking about? Yeah, you know, there was a game. It was a game. Um, uh, you know, drawing a blank. 20, so. twenty full years ago, uh, oh. that you know featured a rule that was 
that was so bad that it was later repealed uh, by the NFL is involving the, the tucking of the football. And there are those who you know, say I'm, Tom Brady's career was launched uh, on the backs of a rule that was so bad it was later repealed. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, you not, know. not you. Definitely not you. I'm glad. I, I just I'm glad that you can move on and you're not bitter about it 20 years later. No, I'm, you I'm know, glad I can see that these I, these shoulders are strong enough to hold a grudge now and again. And uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and say that Drew Bledsoe would have gotten his job back. If Brady had gone one and done in the postseason, but that's fine. It's fine. You know, he's he's made the no most of his deal. opportunity, and I applaud him. He's the goat for a reason. Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at one eight hundred Progressive and Progressive dot com. In all seriousness, looking at the table right now, looking at the standings in the AFC, the road to at least vying with the Jets for that final wild card spot, and that is their only chance. They're not going to catch. Uh, Kansas City for the division, and then the Dolphins have a, a stranglehold. Quite frankly, the Dolphins and the Bengals have, have decent holds at 8-4 and four on two of the wildcard spots. But ahead of uh, of Vegas is just the Chargers and the Patriots, and uh, Raiders just beat the, the, the Chargers, and uh, they get a chance to go ahead and do the same to the Patriots next week. So the road is there to get right on the doorstep. They would need the Jets to stumble, and the Jets' schedule down the stretch is uh, – is not an easy one, so we'll see. That's the AFC West. That's a self-serving look at the Raiders' chances. One NFC East matchup is a must-win for both teams. We're going to tell you who it's more important for next. It's Gabe Neitzel and Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canton and Carlin? Mine are one of the best things um, that we do at ESPN, quite frankly. I, I put this up there um, with anything that, that ESPN is associated with. It's V-Week at ESPN, and that's where we partner with the V-Foundation to highlight the urgent need for cancer research. And hey, This is game-changing research that helps save lives. You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. 
That's v.org slash donate, and 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and uh, your smart speakers by uh, saying play ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Gabe Neitzel, uh, ESPN Milwaukee, uh, in uh, Algonquin for the good land, Mealy Waukee. You know, and I'm Brandy Scott in in Bristol, uh, Connecticut. I got a, a heck of a cafeteria down the road, but otherwise, you got me beat in nightlife and breweries and and all that good stuff uh, in in Milwaukee. And uh, we're all due respect to the Packers and, and and their level of circling the drain with regard to the playoff picture. <laughs> yeah, in the in the NFC, there's one with with featuring right now two playoff teams in the NFC East. That's a one seed Eagles, best record in all of football. And they're taking on the Giants, who are in the sixth spot. But, man, are they taking on water, especially after that. One of those, like, I don't know how much of it you saw. I know you were locked into red zone a little bit. But that game against the Commanders just felt like such a let, such a deflated balloon by the end of it. It it really felt like an overtime watching that game. Like, oh, okay, this team's – no, okay, I guess they don't want to win it. Okay, now the Giants are going to win. No, they don't really <laughs> want to win it. And it just kind of went back and forth in overtime where it was just kind of def- – yeah, like you said, the whole thing was deflating watching it. And, and it was such an important game seemingly for both teams to end in a tie. The, the Giants really could use some momentum right now to try to build toward that playoff push. They started off so well, but I think mm-hmm. – the lack of talent on the roster is catching up to the coaching job that Brian Dable has done so far this year. Yeah. And once they start to supplement, I think they have finally found their coach in New York and they just need to supplement that roster and figure out what they're doing at quarterback. And that's all starting to catch up seemingly right now. Yeah. And, you know, Saquon Barkley is starting to show that maybe, you know, 242 carries at this point in the season might be a bit much. You know, the <laughs> offense has been Saquon first, Saquon second, and then Daniel Jones trying to. Uh, you know, pick up some some yards with his legs. I mean, D- Daniel Jones is 522 rushing yards on the season. That's almost exactly half of what Saqu- Saquon Barkley has with the 242 uh, you know attempts so far. It's it's uh, it's a frustrating lowered ceiling offensive attack for the Giants, and they're going against a team in the Eagles that just doesn't have any weaknesses. I mean, we we've seen. We've seen this Eagles team rush for 300 yards. We've seen them throw for 300 yards. And I say no weaknesses of Philadelphia, and I'm seeing some some hesitation, some pushback on Gabe's well, face. Well, I mean, they rushed for 300 yards against the Packers defense. Like, does that really count? It's like <laughs> rushing for, you know, like 200 yards, you know, for, again, for anybody else. Still uh, pretty this, good. This Packers, yeah, this Packers defense <laughs> has given up some gaudy numbers over the years on the ground. But the one thing that the Eagles – the Eagles kind of bounced back, I would say, a little bit in that game against the Titans because their progression over the last few weeks, they finally lost their first game. Okay, and then against the the Colts, they had to squeak one out against the Colts and then gave up 33 points to a Packers offense that had been struggling. Now, granted, they had 500 yards of total offense Mm -hmm. themselves. And then they're going up against a really good defense, a team that has just really had their way defensively in the Tennessee Titans, and then they had their way with the Titans. So they seemingly are starting to get back on track, and they're starting to build a little bit more momentum, but it feels like it's flying under the radar because the NFC East has quietly become the best division in football mm-hmm. because the Cowboys are getting all the attention. They've dropped a couple of 40-burgers in the last few weeks. Yeah. So suddenly everyone's going, oh, man, look out for the Cowboys. So that race for the AFC East, which excuse me, the NFC East, which the Eagles have a nice little lead for themselves with just having the one loss, they got to make sure they, they fend off the Cowboys because if they don't win the division, they go from one seed and drop down to the fifth seed. And I think that informs exactly what Sal Palantonio, who's on the call, he's on the broadcast of Giants, 
uh, and the Eagles this week, uh, coverage at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. But he's part of the broadcast, and he was talking about this. This was earlier this week on Canty and Carlin, uh, talking about the stakes. What's on the line this week in this matchup between Philadelphia and New York? Super pressure on both the Giants and the Eagles. I think yep. it's a must-win yep. for the Giants and for the Eagles, both of them, because the Eagles don't want to get in, go into Christmas Eve with the Cowboys only one game behind. They want to keep the Cowboys at a two-game distance, if, if I'm reading this right. So they got to go on the road at MetLife, on the road in Chicago, and win two games to keep that two-game distance on Christmas Eve against the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys will be feeling themselves big time on Christmas Eve with only one game separating the Eagles and the Cowboys. There's a real chance, just looking at the standings here, there's a real chance that all four yep. NFC East teams make the postseason. Oh, a reminder that uh, alongside uh, Sal Palantonio on that broadcast this Sunday, noon Eastern, ESPN Radio, Eagles and, and Giants, uh, Chris Carlin going to be on the call for that as well. So it's going to be Carlin, it's going to be Sal Pal. Uh, so sort of both teams represented there, New York and Philly, uh, in the house. But, yeah, I, I, there, there's there's plenty at stake. I think for Jalen Hurts, the Giants are sort of a bugaboo for him on an individual level. He had his, his worst game uh, of his young career as a starter against the Giants through, you know, I think was accounted for, for three total uh, turnovers. And I, I think maybe there's a little bit of pride. And I think that's that's maybe where, I don't know, Gabe, is that kind of where we're at right now with the Eagles, where you're looking at 11-1 and one and you're – sort of having to manufacture motivations everywhere, like almost like manufacture slights. Like I hear what I'm saying about Jalen Hurts having to prove himself against the Giants. You don't have to prove a damn thing. He's having an MVP season. But I think if you're Hurts, it probably does bug you because that's how he's wired that you did not have a strong performance. You were detrimental to your own team against the Giants the last time you went to MetLife. Yeah, and again, that was a year ago. They haven't played the Giants yet this season on the schedule. And Jalen Hurts is just such a different player than he was a year ago. The way that he's been able to grow. And the Eagles did the right thing. They just continued to give him weapons. And going out and getting A.J. Brown was just such a big difference maker for this Eagles offense. He had a couple of nice touchdown catches last week against the Titans. And this this Eagles offense just does it all. They can run the ball. And they can run the ball with, oh, by the way, their quarterback and the talented running backs that they have led by Miles Sanders. They have good weapons on the outside. This is an offensive juggernaut that I understand. Over the course of a 17-game season, teams are going to stumble a little bit. You're not going to be at your best for all 17 games. And the Eagles went through that and still only lost one game. It seems to me like the Eagles are on that uptick, and they're about to remind everyone through the month of December and then into early January when the the regular season ends that, hey, this is the team. This Philly is where you got to come through if you want to head to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I just do not see weakness. They've shown a couple of weaknesses defensively over the last few weeks, but that offense has just been so good over you know the course of the season, and it's so balanced that I, I understand the Cowboys getting all the love, mm-hmm. but the Eagles are probably the better offense at this point. They'll, the, the, the Eagles might stub their toe again the rest of the way. I, I still wouldn't lose faith in them. I wouldn't lose confidence. The loss that they had to Washington, people came out of that and said, oh, that's the blueprint. You can run on Philadelphia. And then what did Derrick Henry do? More, more importantly, what did Derrick Henry not do? What, did te- what was Tennessee not able to do? One of the best, m- most consistent, most physical, most prolific rush offenses in football, not just this season, but in recent memory, got in there and got smacked up, got smacked in the face. Jordan Davis deserves a lot of credit. Him coming back, he was out for that Washington game. But also some of these moves they've made, adding in Dominican Sue, adding yeah, Lival Joe, like, 
they they addressed their weakness in season and they shored it up in a big way and that is terrifying it should be for the rest of the NFC yeah because they're they're starting to put it together on defense and I know the Packers went in there scored 33 points and Jordan Love threw that touchdown late but some of that again was kind of garbage time after Philly had already built a, a double digit lead if that defense can continue to gel the way they have yeah, that's that is going to be the one complete team that everybody seemingly isn't talking about. Even just across the league, yeah. look over at the look over at the AFC. The Bills are getting attention, even though they're the number one seed because of the, their loss with Von Miller. The Chiefs are the Chiefs; they're going to get attention. The the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year, just beat the Chiefs, and mm. they seem to be on the rise. Somehow, despite having the best record in the league, how is it possible that the Eagles are kind of flying under the radar right now? It, yeah, I wonder if their health has been a reason for their lack of quote unquote coverage or respect. They you know what I mean? Like think about the adversity that has befallen these other these other contenders. And it's Von Miller in Buffalo. It's the loss of Tyreek Hill in Kansas City, Lamar Jackson going down for Baltimore. Philly has stayed largely healthy and you want to knock on wood for that because if they lose AJ Brown, that offense takes a massive hit. Obviously Jalen Hurts as well. Even Miles Sanders. Like they rely heavily on certain key pieces, as most teams do and they've just been able to stay on the field and uh, and stay prolific and, and productive as well. They have been profitable for backers of the Eagles this year. We're going to tell you another way to make a profit on Thursday night football. It's Gabe Neitzel, Randy Scott, in for the guys. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is time on Canty and Carlin to make you some money, all right? Just because the guys are out doesn't mean the money-making opportunities cease. It's Gabe Neitzel, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and by asking your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You can ask your smart speaker to make you some money. They're not going to do it, but we are. Evan, what you got? They are going to turn your TV on, though. I do have an Amazon Fire Stick hooked up to the Alexa. You could say, hey, Alexa, Play Amazon Fire Stick uh-huh. HBO Max and it doesn't. Or you know, ESPN. Oh, either. You know, you know what we do on Sports Center AM sometimes we tell Alexa to play Baby Shark just to see if it happens. And then we get mean tweets from people who don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is know. a very cruel yet hilarious joke to play. We're each living our own best lives. 
What do you got, Evan? Yeah, so let's go. Who will score the first touchdown tonight? Randy? I'm going to go, uh, oh, boy. What do I think is going to happen or what do I want to bet on? Because the value's not there for uh, for Josh Jacobs. I think it'll be Josh Jacobs. I would put a little value and put like a like a little sprinkle maybe on Foster Moreau because the Rams are, are leaky against tight ends. And uh, it's the weird things happen on Thursday night. Uh, I, I, he, there's not a ton of value on Devontae Adams, but I think it's going to be Devontae Adams. So I, mm-hmm. I would say Devontae. Dude, so, he's so good. He's so fun to watch. Josh Jacobs plus 325, Devontae Adams plus 410, and Foster Burrow plus 850. So plus a lot more value there. 50. So you can't really bet on this at Caesars. I couldn't find any odds. But Baker Mayfield's supposed to be active, so I'm going to handicap my own bet. Baker Mayfield over under half a snap game. I'm going to go over on this one. I think that even if he doesn't start, he ends up in this game somehow. When you're playing a quarterback who's pretty beat up to begin with, uh, who knows if the game ends up getting out of control. You just want to get Baker Mayfield some snaps. Who knows? But I am going to say at some point we say Baker Mayfield tonight, so I will take the over half of a snap. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's almost a just because we can sort of flex from Sean McVay and Baker Mayfield and the Rams, so I'm going to say over. Derek Carr, over or under? 249 and a half passing yards, Randy. Under. Under in a big way. I feel like game script is going to lean more toward the run game. I feel like uh, it's going to be limited possessions. And these games are always low score. These Thursday night games are low scoring. Uh, And Carr just hasn't had to air it out this season. And and in opportunities to do so, he hasn't uh, put up prolific passing stat numbers. Efficiency's been there. Yardage hasn't. So I'm going to go under. Uh, yeah, so he's been over for the last four, uh, five weeks on that number, but I'm with you. I'm, I'm still going to go under here just because, as you mentioned, these Thursday night games, they just seem to be low scoring, low possessions. Uh, both these teams, I think, are going to ultimately want to run the football, especially with the Rams as beat up as they are. So I am going to take the under on 249.5 as well. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the Rams and running the football. Cam Akers over under 44.5 rushing yards, Cam. Gabe? Uh, I am going to say over on Cam Akers. I, it seems like at least last week they were willing to run him, you know, run the football with him, had a couple of touchdowns, 17 carries, only 60 yards. But it seemed like they were still committed to it because I don't know what else they're going to do. So I will go over 44 and a half rushing yards for Cam Akers. Same, same. By necessity, by default, uh, by the fact that there isn't much else offensively, by a renewed commitment there, Cam Akers uh, out of the doghouse and, in Sean McVay's system, and it's the only way they can be respectable, and the Raiders are pretty generous uh, defensively to the run, so I'm going to go over there. All right, you went under on Derek Carr passing yards. How about Devontae Adams over under 88.5 receiving yards, Randy? I'm going to go under. I just feel like it's I think it's a low-scoring game. I think he only has about five grabs tonight. Uh, I feel like it's more a ground game situation with, with Josh Jacobs and even Amir Abdullah. Um, if there's a if there's an anytime touchdown prop on Amir Abdullah, I might take it in like a garbage time, final couple drives, Raiders have a comfortable lead sort of thing. Uh, so I'm just going to say that Devontae isn't needed as much tonight as he has been uh, in recent games. As a Packers fan, by default, I love Devontae Adams. And I never bet against Devontae Adams. He is such an incredible talent. He is so fun to watch. I will, Even though I went under I, on, on uh, Carr, I am going to go over on Devontae Adams. I think he still gets the job done as a main target tonight for the Raiders. Uh, Amir Abdullah is plus 1,800 anytime touchdown for those scoring at home. Oh, really? Hmm. Josh Jacobs over under 110.5 yards from scrimmage game. 
I feel like I keep going over, so at least one of these I have to pick an under somewhere. So I'm going to go under on Josh Jacobs just because I feel like I can't pick the over for everything, and it's Thursday night football, and there's not a lot of yards and a lot of not a lot of points. So I'll go under here. What's the number one more time? Eighty-seven and a half, hundred and ten and a half yards. Oh, from yards scrimmage. from scrimmage. Now he might be involved in the pass. I'll go over. I'll go over. I could see him being involved in the passing game. He has been recently. And I think if he comes in at about 85 rushing yards, right near the prop number that I saw, then you're adding about 30 yards to that, 25 yards to that. Yeah, I'll go over. I'll go over on that. Will Derek Carr throw an interception tonight, Randy? No. No, he won't. He's too careful. He's careful. Derek Derek Carful. That's what they call him. They, they, you know, they, they should if oh, they that, don't. That, oh, that's what they, they call They should yes, if they, they don't. Gabe. They call them. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, he's not going to air it out, not going <laughs> to risk it. And as long as he doesn't test Jalen Ramsey. I think he's going to be all right. Uh, I am saying no on this one as well. No, Derek Carr will not throw an interception tonight, although he has thrown three in the last two games. But as you said, he's relatively careful. I have a hard time imagining him throwing an interception for a third consecutive game. Mm-hmm. Derek Carful. I Start it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to catch on like wildfire. <laughs> Carful is, today. Carful is you dropping your kids at school, Randy. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, Carful. I like that. I'm obsessed with this uh, prop. I bet it almost every Thursday. I never win, but it pays out pretty good money, so I always put it in there. <laughs> Will the Raiders score a defensive touchdown, Gabe? Uh, I am going to go no. As much as fun as it would be, and I understand why that would be a fun little prop bet to make, and give, it gives you a reason to watch and maybe watch the entire game on a Thursday night, uh, I will say no. The Raiders will not score a defensive touchdown. I'm going to say no as well. Um, they're not... They're not an opportunistic defense. Now, they had one against, oh, boy. They gave up one against the Chargers. They won with, within the last month, so I also feel like it's more of a lightning strike for this defense. Uh, they, don't turn the, they don't turn you over defensively enough to, to uh, lead to a defensive touchdown. So the fact that they had one within the last month, I don't think they're going to have another one the rest of the season. So, no. Yeah, it does give you a reason to watch till the end. You get one of those laterals, and they throw it into the end yeah. zone. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man, can you imagine rooting for a defensive touchdown as Getting, the other team is I do. trying to lateral and score? Every Thursday night. <laughs> oh, man. Can you the imagine juice that? is so good on it. I actually did a Monday night football where I bet the only bet I did was both defenses to score a defensive touchdown. It was <laughs> Colts-Steelers, and uh, I did not hit either. No, you don't say. Shocking. All right, last one. Stunning. We did a lot of Raiders here because there was not a lot of Rams on the board. There are Mm -hmm. no passing statistics on the board at Caesars Sportsbook for the Rams. But I did find one. Matt Gay over under six and a half kicking points tonight. Randy over under. I'll take take the over on that. That's one touchdown and two field goals. I could see that. I could see the Rams getting 13 points. Yeah, I'll take the over on that. I will take the under because if I believe that Baker Mayfield is going to play tonight, I have a hard time imagining the Rams getting into scoring position that often. It's a bad defense, man. It's a bad Raiders defense. I promise you. It's John John Wolford and a guy who got picked up on Tuesday. (laughs) Well, when you put it that way, yeah. (laughs) All right, we got more money on the way. Oh, man, it's Gabe Neitzel and Randy Scott in for the guys. Canton Carlin's best play of the night. That is next on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Oh, you love to hear that. You love to hear this, the change and the checks cashing and the parlay bets rolling in. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. He's Gabe Neitzel. I'm Randy Scott. We're in for the guys, but the guys still have a presence on the program. It's time for Canty and Carlin's Best play of the night. Canty, we have got the Rams and the Raiders tonight. The Rams are six and a half point underdogs to the Raiders. The over-under is a 42 and a half spot right there. So, I think we go over on this. You, you like the half. over. Do you agree at 42 and a half? I, I'm with you on that one. I can rock with that. I think the Raiders are going to put up at least 30 tonight. Okay. I'd be surprised if they didn't. And then, so hold on. If they're going to put up thirty, do you feel better about them doing that or the six and a half spread that the Raider the Raiders lay in the six and a half points? Uh, listen, I don't ever trust the Raiders. I don't, <laughs> I don't ever fully trust the Raiders. I like it. I like it. I okay. like it. Let's go with the over. So, Let's go with the over. Uh, how about Devontae Adams total reception six and a half? Oh, hammer that! Yeah, hammer that! And then Josh Jacobs. When he is running the football, in the Raiders' wins, he's running the ball 26 times a game. Yeah. In their losses, he's running it 16 times a game. The over-under on rush attempts tonight, 20 and a half. Yeah, I love that too. Josh Jacobs, little nugget here. He's gone over 20, 20 carries in each of the last four games. There you go. Okay, so we've got ourselves a parlay here. We're going to go over 42 and a half for the total. We're going to go over Devontae Adams' six-and-a-half catches, where, by the way, that has been one area where you have been locked on this year with receptions in games. I don't think you've missed one yet. And then Josh Jacobs' running attempts or rushing attempts over 20-and-a-half. It pays out at plus 440 on Caesar Sportsbook. Okay, so Vegas kind of agrees with our parlay. Yeah, they don't hate it. They don't hate it, that's for sure. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. All right, Evan. Uh, it's time for three and out. Do we critique the pick? Do we? Do we? You know, critique the best play of the night? No, we don't do. I kind of want to because the Raiders aren't getting to thirty points, man. That's not happening. 
I'll say you that are, right off. I did think it was odd so they went over on a Thursday night game. Scarred. I it yes. Is frightening. I am. You've won a Super Bowl in the last twelve years. I I have not. It's been quite some time. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers has been our quarterback the entire time. Yeah, he's only won one. How's like, bragging? You would think camp? I would somehow be more scarred. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, here we are. It's you. Congrats, right. Evan. Three and out. What do you got? You do this one. I don't want to. <laughs> you do it. Awesome. So the Atlanta Falcons made a change at quarterback, turning to rookie Desmond Ritter and benching veteran Marcus Mariota. A source yeah. told ESPN's Michael Rothstein on Thursday. On Wednesday, Michael Rothstein told us this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Here's Michael Rothstein on Kenny and Carlin yesterday on the Falcons quarterback situation. It feels like it at this point, like that that's going to happen. It feels like that might be the direction that they are headed because they also need to know what they have, at least in some way, in Desmond Ritter before next year's draft. Love Michael Rothstein. Um, I don't know what to make of this. Like, it, it, you know, the Falcons were a feel-good story for a while, Gabe, to start the season. It was like, how are they doing this? Look at Cordero Patterson. This is crazy. They're doing with it without Kyle Pitts, all that, you know, involved in the offense. Now Pitts is done for the year. I, I don't. It feels like Desmond Ritter is sort of like, hey, kid, here you go. Don't sink. Like, sink or swim. <laughs> I don't know, it feels unfair to him a little bit, but you'll take it, the shot. It, it does feel unfair, but it's also, ah, why not? Let's see if he, he has anything there, if there's anything that can spark that we can kind of say, oh, yeah, we do like that because the reason why they were doing what they were doing is Marcus Mariotti was playing pretty well earlier in the season, and that has really fallen off, which is why the Falcons have fallen off, and they're no longer that darling story that is still nipping at the heels. Well, they're still nipping a little bit at the heels of Tampa Bay, but that's just because they're 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. Um, more than anything the Falcons have done. So <laughs> why not? At this point, I guess it's why not, but it's kind of a similar situation that we see tonight with Baker Mayfield. They're just a, a complete lack of weapons, mm-hmm. so I don't know how much of an actual judgment you could make on him. Yeah, you know, and, and I think you want to see, though, if there is chemistry with Drake London. I don't know how the schedule shapes up down the stretch for Atlanta, but uh, maybe you're not throwing him to the proverbial wolves defensively as well. And you want to see you want to see what you, you can get. You want to, you want to see if what you see weekly in practice translates on game film. So dial it up, 11 on 11. Speaking of 11, that leads us to our second point in three and out. The Padres making it a blockbuster night. They landed Xander Bogarts, and Xander Bogarts is darn near old enough to get that reference. He's 30 years old, and he gets an 11-year contract. $280 million to put Boston in the rearview, kid, and head out to America's finest city. Uh, This is first reported, I think it was MLB Network, but ESPN's Jeff Passan adding some details to it. So he brings a couple of uh, World Series titles to a team that's spending the money, man. Can't say that San Diego's not opening up the old checkbook. Whew, where are the Padres getting all this money to go out, get Juan Soto, and spend all the money that they have on Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. and Man- and uh, Manny Machado already on that roster? That is going to be as good of a top four as there will be in baseball between Machado, Tatis, uh, Soto, and now Xander Bogarts. Yeah. No, it's they're going to move. So I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, man, poor Boston. I live up there and know a lot of... A lot of Red Sox fans who are pretty angsty about it. But there's also, like, what do you do with Tatis Jr.? Don't you already have a shortstop? The plan is to send him out to either left or right field and uh, and put Bogarts right there. But I also think if you're a Red Sox fan, you're mad at the team for letting it get to this point. They made an offensively low offer before this last season. But 
you're not going to pay a 30-year-old for 11 years. I don't think anybody wants to see what the back end of that contract looks like. Evan, you want to take number three? Yeah, I'll take third one. So former Dallas Cowboys coach uh, Jason Garrett and Sacramento State coach Troy Taylor are among the finalists for the Stanford head coaching job. This is according to Pete Thamel of ESPN. Stanford's completed their final round of interviews. The decision is expected in the coming days. Remember last year, though, Jason Garrett interviewed for the Duke job and was like a finalist. So he clearly has a type. Academic schools with no expectation in football. Randy yeah. is Northwestern next. That's uh, that that's <laughs> that's hurtful. Uh, no, wow. no, we we kill we kill Evans Mike. Uh, yeah, I do think though if you are going to get into the college game, going somewhere where the expectation, the bar's a little lower. I mean, that's a good sort of gateway into it. I don't know. I I, I get it. See, it seems like a good job. Where again, if you turn it around, you're just kind of praised. Yeah. All right. Baker Mayfield active tonight. That just in. This is McKenzie Carlin, ESPN Radio. Weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.